Joey, Phoebe, Chandler, Monica, Ross, Rachel, to us that are phenomena. Here is our confession, for it's an obsession that never passed, so we made a podcast. I'm Adele. I'm Zoe. And this is Friends from A to Z. Hi there, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to Friends from A to Z, our podcast all about the possibly the greatest comedy TV show ever made. By possibly the greatest comedy duo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're, that, that yeah. remains to be seen. Yeah. So we are on episode three of season two. We're about to talk about the one where Heckles dies. Mm. We're going to do what we always do, aren't we, Zoe? We're going to talk about what bits we liked, maybe any bits we didn't like. Yeah. And this is now almost 25 years old, so yeah. any sort of weird or odd stuff that jumps out at us with the, the benefit of hindsight yes. in time we've had a good old think good old hindsight we've had a good old watch good old watch think feel hindsight <laughs> uh so let's start with the epidemic then to recap what's going on in this one where heckles dies yeah <laughs> someone's gonna die i wonder who um so this is the episode in the form of a limerick which adele is going to read us now some big questions now heckles is dead like is science as sure as ross said does a lamp of her own make Mon's flat Rachel's home? And can Chandler see past a big head? Oh, <laughs> that's so good. That's so good. The, uh, I like that. Okay, so big question. So this is, yeah, that, that's a very uh, quite philosophical start point. Some big questions with death and mortality. And then this idea well, about science and evolution. How, how does that all work? Um, and then we've got this storyline where uh, Rachel wants a lamp, um, and does that make her? Uh, does it make the flat her own? Yeah, they're, they're kind of fighting that. And then Chandler, of course, big head, big head, big head. Yes, exactly. Oh, yeah. that is a super epidemic. Good, super good. I'm glad you liked it. All right, let's start chatting about this in detail then. So this is the one where Heckles dies. So three of season two, the one where Heckles dies. Wait, they don't say Mr. Heckles, they just say Heckles. I don't think it says Mr. No, Heckles. No, it doesn't, it doesn't, it's just Heckles. They refer to him as Heckles, don't they? Mm, yeah. Uh, okay, so IMDB, what have you got to say about the episode in terms of recap? So after Mr. Heckles dies and leaves all his belongings to Monica and Rachel, mm-hmm. Chanda worries he will die alone just like him. Meanwhile, Phoebe and Ross argue over evolution. Yeah. Netflix says, after Mr. Heckles dies and leaves all his belongings to Monica and Chandler. Oh, Zoe, sorry. All his belongings to Monica and Rachel. Yes. I thought for a minute there, Netflix had got that dreadfully wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Chandler discovers he has eerie similarities with the late eccentric man. (laughs) 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 So... So they've, they've ripped it off because the first sentence is exactly the same as I yeah. It's completely the same. But I sort of prefer how Netflix encapsulates then what that goes on to mean. I don't know. I, li- I like the fact that the point is that Chandler sort of basically yeah, sees that he could turn out like Heckles, doesn't he? Who is someone that they've, as a young person, he's looked at yeah. Heckles thinking, can't imagine him ever being full of hope and dreams and young and attractive and all that stuff. Yeah. And then he kind of suddenly yeah. sees an image of himself. So I quite like that. They talk about eerie... Like the language is nicer, isn't it? Eerie similarities with the late eccentric man, whereas IMDb just goes, worries he will die alone. Yeah, and for me that's a little bit 
two-dimensional of what Chandler actually goes through in this episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, good. All right. So that's what happens. That's what happens. What is the response? Well, looking at the... Well, first of all, first thing to say is that this episode, the one where Heckles dies, does not feature in Ranker.com's top 100 episodes. So uh-huh. still to find our first one of season two and that if we, does. if we're into three episodes of season two, so we have done 27 episodes so far. Mm-hmm. And we've only had three out of 27 in Ranker's... Yeah. 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 Low. Well, we know from the season one review as well that yeah. season one in itself had a very small share of... Under of, its weight. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. There are plenty coming in season two, just haven't managed to hit one yet. All so right. this is definitely not one. IMDb has a very middling score for this. So 8.4 out of 10 is the average audience ranking. And that puts it in 13th place. So actually very close to the one with the breast milk, which is the one that we just talked about okay. last time. 13th, right. Yeah. And <laughs> mine is quite similar. So I have this in 16th place. Okay. Yeah. Um, and I'm almost curious to have our conversation because we just watched it now. Yeah. And I'm looking at my comments and I'm like, actually, I think maybe I like it a bit more than that. Oh. But part of this is that season two is so strong that even these ones that have some good bits yeah. Yeah. Um, are maybe not able to make it up the rankings. But, yes. but where, where was it for you? 14th. So oh, OK. Similar. Oh, right. Very so very consistent. So slightly under the middle. Yeah. There's some good bits. There's some less good bits. Less jokes in this one than usual, I think. Less lols. Yeah, yeah. It has a feature, I would say, that has, over time, revealed itself as something that both of us really like, which is, this for me is one of those ones where one thing happens. Right. Everything centres around. So Heckle's dying. Yeah. Sparks off all sorts of different journeys and uh, storylines in this case. So they're all, all of them, even though one of them is about evolution... It sort of still connects to this idea of certainty and and stuff, which I sort of see throughout. Yeah, the thing. It's all so, grounded in the same way. Mm-hmm. And in other ones where there's been like one event, the blackout. Yeah, mm-hmm. for example, mm-hmm. that brings them all together. Mm-hmm. We really like that, don't we? And really? so I do like that about this. Yeah, yeah. And they spend quite a lot of time, don't they? It almost looks different as an episode because they spend quite a lot of time in Heckle's apartment. It feels yeah, that's it's like a really good point. Six yeah. of them together in this new environment. It yeah. kind of feels quite different. Yeah, because they've obviously spent. A lot of time making that apartment look like the dump that it is. Yeah, so, yeah, um, yeah. It's actually interesting. I only just thought that you don't often see the six of them together in for such a lot of the episode, not in Central Park or not in one of the apartments. Yeah, that's so, true. Yeah, it is kind of the, this central uh, event. Okay, so should we talk about him dying? Yeah. Uh, how that happens? Yeah. How does that happen at the beginning of the episode? And it is. The specific moment at which we can now imagine that he does kind of keel over is my favourite ever clap, 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 sink in the opening credits. Oh, <laughs> right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they have a little noise mm. battle with him, mm. don't they, where mm. he's banging on the floor mm. with his broom or whatever, yeah. on the ceiling with his broom, Yeah, and they're banging on the floor, and then the kind of crescendo one is where the girls, or they all, kind of stomp their feet on the floor and yeah. it's used then in the opening credits of the next season. Yeah, it's very famous look, that yeah. bit, isn't it? But they go, we won, we won, because he doesn't he doesn't tap back, he doesn't broom back, and then they go, oh, and it's his body back. Yeah, yeah, grim. yeah, very grim. Yeah. And it's funny, you know, because I feel like when I reflect on this episode and its kind of chronology, I feel like we know Heckles really well. But I think it's because he actually appears after this point in like flashback episodes and things like that. He's quite 
critical. Yeah. So, for yeah. example, yeah. when uh, Joey ends up being he's why Joey and Charlie live together. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, so it's weird because I I sort of think actually we've only really seen him. Maybe three times up to this point, yeah. but I feel like we know him. I mean, we obviously get to know him very well in this episode, but they killed him off pretty early. Really early, early. <laughs> yeah. This is the kind of thing that might happen, yeah, in season eight or nine yeah. or something. Uh, like you know, Will and Grace Rosario, the maid. Oh yeah, they just killed her off. I mean, she had a bigger spoiler. Well, it's a year ago. <laughs> oh, okay, fine. Okay, uh, but. <laughs> But and, and Rosario had a bigger part than Heckles, but it, it's something that kind of happens towards the end, yeah. like when Joey's agent dies. Yes, the one where Estelle dies. That's right towards the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah Heckles. Yeah. yeah, beginning of season two, just randomly episode three, bam, gone. Yeah, and maybe that's partly because he's a bit one-dimensional, and also because it gives them the chance to provoke this discussion around yeah. what life is all about, which yes. I feel like is what the theme is between the three things. It's a pretty big. It's got some meat to it, hasn't it? It's quite a nice yeah. episode, and it's got some actual questions and big thoughts. And and I think that's why when I have it in 16th, there's a bit of me that's like, is that the right place for it? Because it, it's not necessarily littered with hilarious jokes. As yeah. you said, there are probably yeah. fewer jokes yeah. than this. But I really like these ones where the life lessons are. Uh, I like that yeah. a lot about Friends, yeah. that you get these... Things that really do make you think that are kind of comments on stuff. Yeah, okay. So should we start with, maybe, what do you want to start with? We've got Chandler and his kind of attitude to relationships and women. We've got Rachel and this sense that she kind of realises that she's still a lodger in her apartment. And uh, Phoebe and her challenge to the certainties of science. Mm. Should we start with Chandler because that's the biggest one? Yeah, yeah. All right. So I'm going to open this with perhaps, you know my, I, I give you gifts. Oh, of explaining jokes, and you give me gifts and text <laughs> message all the time. Yes, but yeah, <laughs> you give me gifts, gifts yeah. of the tea. Okay, so very early on, they're, they're basically discussing, aren't they? Chandler's finished with some woman that he's been dating, yeah. and it turns out that he's just a nightmare for finishing with women for yeah. very ridiculous reasons. And he talks about one woman who he says he finished with for a legitimate reason. Okay, and do you remember what Ross Ross questions this reason, which is he says. Because she doesn't hate Yanni enough is not a legitimate reason. I have never known what that is. No. So Yanni is a really cheesy Greek musician who must have been big at the time. Yeah. But was, yeah, people considered him to be pretty crap. Oh, isn't that interesting? Yeah. And that's who Yanni is. Yeah. And, And... Because she hates him, she doesn't hate him enough, or she hates him too she much. She doesn't hate him enough. Oh, I hate the chance, like, how people, if she breaks up with him, she, he breaks up with him for that. <laughs> and he considers that, that a legitimate reason. That is funny. I think that is really funny. funny. So okay. there you go, there's oh, a gift. Oh, that's great, thank you. you. I love the gifts, because it's been all these years, and you're <laughs> opening up whole new, whole new bits of this. Oh, that is really good. Okay. I also love the bit with um, Joey's story here, um, about... Small physical features that make you reject somebody. Oh. And he talks about the woman with the big Adam's apple. Yeah. <laughs> and they all just lift their heads to show, we don't have Adam's apple. Doesn't he later call it a Joey's apple? He does. Yeah, yeah later. that's right. Like, he does. My Joey's apple, yeah. which is also funny. Ross does take it on, right? And says, yeah. how do I break this? Yeah. To women yeah. don't have yeah. men. Yeah. And he's like, you're just teasing with yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, and they yeah. let him go on thinking. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Some uh, pretty drag queens yeah. he's been uh, chatting up there. So Chandler's sort of attitude to relationships gets hit, kind of clashes, the world collides with what happened to Heckles. Yeah. Um, and then 
they are saying, okay, one you did legitimately break up with was Janice. And then they start doing impressions of Janice. Um, Phoebe's impression of Janice is really good. Yeah. Very good. Do you know, I reckon this comes from her improv background where she would have done a lot of kind of improv um, and imp- yeah. uh, in probably um, uh, impersonations and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, she does it really yeah. well. Rachel's is terrible. Yeah. Uh, I do love, though, that Janice's character can be parodied by the other characters. Yeah. Like, it's so distinctive yeah. that it can. Yeah. I think that's great. And then they, and then Joey kind of takes... So Phoebe goes, oh, my God, or something. Hello, Chandler Bing, yeah. like this. And then Rich goes, oh, my God. And then Joey goes into this, <laughs> um, oh, faster, Chandler, blah, 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 blah. Which is funny because that's how he would have heard Janice, like, through the bedroom wall. But you know the bit I don't like about this? Is that Chandler just kind of smiles along. And it's always freaked me out. I'm like, wouldn't you be like, shut up, stop it. Yeah. And he just kind of smiles along like, yeah, I did. I don't know. I always just find it really weird that he just has a very minor reaction of like, you've been listening to me have sex and now you're telling everyone about it. And But it's sort of flattering, isn't it? In a way, for him. Yeah. Because he just has so little reaction. It just yeah. weirds me out. But what I really love about that is that Joey's very oblivious. Because he's making a sandwich, so he doesn't pick up on the social signals that the impressions are just to remind you how annoying Janice was. Yeah. And he just, yeah, reveals this really personal yeah, yeah, thing yeah, 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 yeah. in the middle yeah, of making yeah, yeah. a sandwich. Yeah, and he turns around and somebody thinks the layer is everyone's like, it's inappropriate. <laughs> yeah. So Chandler, um, in the course of going through Heckle's stuff as they're clearing out his flat, Yes. Realises. Yes. Because the flat has been left to the two noisy girls upstairs. Exactly. Uh, Noisy girl number one and noisy girl number two. Yeah. Uh, So, yeah, they've got it. So, yeah, Rachel does something funny there. She goes, okay, so let's talk money. Yeah, the the tone of that. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Okay, there was none. Yeah, you've just got the flat and then they're like, it's a dump. And then Chandler starts going through all this stuff and finding some similarities with his own life like oh I did this in high school or I was this thing yeah yeah and he then sees so heckles becomes a sort of amplification of negativity or pickiness like in his younger days he was yeah the class clown or whatever then he becomes an adult and they find this box of all these momentous photographs of women where he's like oh really picky things about them yeah and then they and then he sort of has this vision of like well if you don't put a lid on that or you don't somehow come to terms with this and have a different attitude that negativity takes over your whole life and, and you end up, you can't develop relationships with anyone yeah. and you end up alone. Yeah. Um, and what I love about that is obviously it goes on to kind of be quite funny anyway, but also that we know that Chandler doesn't end up alone. He actually, he does change his view on relationships and he ends up with Monica. Do you think there's anything within him there? And I'm obviously talking about the character because I know the writer's had all sorts of other ideas like I don't think they had expected the Chandler Monica thing to happen at all but but maybe on some level he's being really picky with these other women because he right knows of him is... he knows like well that's perfection that's what I want yeah. and no one's ever going to be able to compare to this you know but he is not admitting that to himself or he's not well there's something lovely about that theory that and, and actually, one of the things that this storyline um, highlights that I really like is the value of mixed gender friendships. Because oh. he gets into this whole paranoid thing, doesn't he? That he's mm. like, oh, I'm so confused and mm. I don't know what I want. To. And the girls are like, you're just a guy. Like, you're, every, you're like every guy with them. Yeah. And I love this, you know, when you get that, it's very healthy to have a different perspective in your, in your yeah. friendships yeah. to help you. I yeah. really like that. 
but it also shows how close he is to several women. Mm-hmm. Like what complete, and this is why him and Monica get together, right? Because they are best friends. Yeah. And all they need to see is that actually that is the foundation of yeah. great relationships. And maybe that is it. You know, he has these three women in his life who yeah. he has such yeah. easy relationships yeah. with. And who are hot as hell. No, no, no. And he's dating these other women and picking up on these little things. But yeah. what it's really saying is they don't have the, the, the sort of substance yeah. that these other relationships have for you. That's very interesting. And he's not picky when it comes to Monica. Like, the second it goes from friendship to relationship, I mean, with him and Monica... He's not, there's nothing in him. Like, there, is there? I don't think that no, he's just, just afraid of, a bit afraid of the commitment, that's all. Commitment but, tunnel dead ahead. But yeah, but not, nothing of her. There's nothing picky about, oh, no, no, no. she's a bit, bit obsessive, a bit cleaning, yeah, you know, exactly. anything like that. No, he doesn't, he just goes with it. Yeah, yeah, oh. so I love that. And he does actually say, to him, he's like, you're all going to go off and get married and I'm going to end up alone. And actually, mm. it's Joey that that happens to. I know, to him, not I know, I know, I know. So Joey says, oh, you can come round to ours. Like, well, we don't know what we're going to be doing, you know, my husband, you can always come round to the Super Bowl. And Sean's like, oh, okay, I'll be and then the very last episode, yeah, it's Jerry who's lying. Yeah. And they say, um, we'll, uh, where, <laughs> when they would go to buy a house, Charlie and Monica, a lot later on, um, and they say, we'll get somewhere above where Joey can grow up. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 So. I always found that very sad that Joey ended up, not, not, I don't mind, you know, being in a relationship or not doesn't really, that's not the point, but Joey was so, sort of, just fickle with relationships. Like, he was, I didn't feel like he was happily single. He was single, but basically having casual sex with women. And I always found it a bit sad that he he was still thinking that was going to be his life, like, into his early 40s and stuff. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm overthinking that, Sally. Maybe it's because <laughs> Rachel was his pin-up of, like, oh, hope and beacon and no other woman. I mean, oh, who can compare to Jennifer? Well, exactly. Um, one part of this, then, Chandler kind of has a bit of a panic, doesn't he? And he calls Janice. Yes. And um, Janice turns up. Yeah. With a surprise. Yeah. In the form of... A big bump. <laughs> a massive bump. Just a question. Mm. How quickly did Janice meet someone I and know, get married? I know, that I know. Chandler's first question is, is it mine? Yes. Or, because that would be less than eight months, biologically. Right. Since them last sleeping together and her meeting someone else, getting married and getting pregnant. The maximum that could be, she hasn't had the baby yet, so the maximum would be like eight, eight and a half months. Yeah. Or is it just the first question that pops into a guy's head when he meets any woman he's had sex with who's now pregnant? Well, no, it must be that it happened, you know, because this has happened quickly. Because the last we see of Janice is, is it Valentine's Day? No, no, no. It's the one where um, he, where she says, you know, you love me, you can't live without me. And you know and it, you just off. don't know you know it. Oh, it is the day after Valentine's Day. It is the day after Valentine's yeah, yeah. Day, so that's... Then, and we have no idea what time of year this is. She can't have met the Mattress King and got married and got pregnant in eight months, surely. Yeah, there's some timelining. She'd have to get pregnant. She'd have to get pregnant straight away. Because aren't they heading into Christmas soon? So this must be like October time. It just doesn't work. It, it doesn't, doesn't work. work. I don't so think the more I think this is. What I, that's why I wondered mm. whether just it's. It's sort of like, oh my god, yeah, right. without even doing the maths, yeah. Chandler's just gone, I once had sex with you, Yeah, is that my baby? Because yeah. that's a massive panic. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. But yeah, I was like thinking, what is the frigging timeline here? Yeah, and it's just another, you know, with, with this kind of, with death and mortality comes questions about yourself and yeah. birth is here as another... I guess. Oh yeah. That, that That's another just big life thing and here she is and she, kind of got it 
sorted. You know, she he for for Chandler, Janice was always the one that he could kind of you know go back to when yeah. he was in the mood for it. And like no she's off the cards now as well. So this yeah. is. Um, some soul searching he needs to do. Yeah, and it's very sad for him, right? Because he thinks, oh, maybe that was the one that got away. Yeah, yeah. And now they really have got away. Yeah, they're married yeah. to someone else and have yeah. a kid. She was smart. She was pretty. She was funny. She loved me. You know, she really cared about yeah. me. Well, no, she's not. You've you've been too picky, and she's gone now too. Makes you wonder as well, doesn't it? That if what happened hadn't happened, like that, she didn't go back to her husband. Would Chandler and Janice actually have been happy? Oh, I see. Because he he, he he actually walks away. At a point where yeah, he really doesn't true. want to, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, that's true. He just does yeah. it so that he's not that guy yeah. that steps into the yeah. family. So, yeah, who knows? Maybe maybe it's not, you know, it's not that Chandler and Janice were not good together. It's that circumstances weren't, right? And then obviously he goes on to be with Monica. But maybe they would have stayed together and been happy. Oh, wow. Who that knows? Been a whole whole other show. That could have been a spin-off, couldn't it? Chandler and Janice, oh, spin-off. God. Oh, my God. Uh-huh. I um, Rachel then. <laughs> Yes, Rachel. For me, I mean, there's not much to this storyline, isn't there? But I'm I'm sort of over dramatizing it a bit because I feel like it represents something. Yes, which is where is her home? Yes, what makes a house a home? Yes, and she spots this lamp. And I guess you know, death again. It's going to make you think of those core yeah. questions, isn't it? Like it, it's such a the most massive, huge thing that then Chandler looks at himself and goes, right what's important in my life? I don't have a relationship. I don't seem to be able to form yeah. proper relationships with women. Rachel looks at her life and goes. Am I just a lodger in someone else's home? Um, yeah, so I think it completely makes sense. Yeah. I think you're pulling that out of something that wasn't... I think they could have made that a little bit more explicit in the episode. Oh, really? Yeah, sorry, it's my watch. Uh, yeah, they don't make it very super clear in the episode, I think. I think it's intended that way, but yeah. as a viewer could easily miss that. Yeah, 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 okay. Jennifer Aniston deserves some kind of award for me. Right. For making three lines featuring the word lamp. Oh. Incredibly funny. Yeah. When they're totally nondescript Okay, yeah. So I think my favourite is the, um, well, you mm, on that for a while. I'm going to go find a place for my new lamp. Yeah. Yeah, 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 And then. And when um, it's broken. Yeah. Oh, said, please, you, Monica. You always hated my you, lamp. You always hated my yeah, lamp. Yeah, yeah. And then. Lamp is broken. Hey, Chandler. Monica broke the seashell there. It's like. <laughs> Three completely <laughs> different ways of saying it. Really it really is. Three oh, different ways. So good. Very, very funny. Because so, so, she doesn't so know good. what to do in this episode, so she's like, right, give me the lines, I'm going to kill them. Like, yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, 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 I'm, yeah. I'm not being uh, yeah. out of the spotlight. Yeah, and so Monica, here's a bit of Monica's obsessiveness coming through, isn't it? It's like, it's her stuff, she's in control, yes. her control freakiness, yes. my flat, don't touch anything. Yeah. She also, Connie Cox, how she manages to make it look like an accident that she knocks that lamp over. Oh, is so good. With no one jacket. puts a jacket on like that. Yeah, no one. Yeah, but she doesn't do it in such a ridiculous yeah. way that yeah. you think that's rubbish. Yeah, but she does it enough that it's believable that she would knock that lamp. But that must have been so well hard. Practiced. Yeah, must have been so. Difficult. Do you know? What? I even love the way that Phoebe then replays how she put on her jacket. She goes, "Well, I didn't see. I was over there putting on my jacket. <laughs> <laughs> I missed it." Yeah, as well. Just just a side note then on Phoebe. So we've said a lot of times that Phoebe is incredibly moralistic her ethics are very important yes to her. yes she I, I just on reflection there i love the way she deals with that yeah and she's like well i didn't see it because i was putting on my jacket but i want to believe you yeah is the is a yeah. wonderful yeah like she's not gonna lie she's no. not gonna come between those two and take sides yeah. because she really didn't know yeah, yeah but you know that if she did see it 
she would speak up for that person. Yeah, yeah, but she she's wants to see the so best. Nice. She wants to see the best in people. I want to believe yeah, you. Yeah, she's so lovely, Phoebe. Yeah, yeah, that's great actually. She's so lovely, that's really good. And right, evolution. Yes, and well, see, this is this is sort of ostensibly talking to Phoebe. Yeah, yes. I'm moving into Phoebe's own storyline here. This is sort of ostensibly about evolution, but it's actually really about certainty, isn't it? It's about being open to the fact that things, and particularly scientific findings, yeah. are not necessarily set in stone. And here we've got two very different characters. In the very first, in the very first interaction you ever see between Phoebe and Ross, it's him. It's her trying to cleanse his aura. Oh yes, and her and him going, "Stop trying to cleanse my aura." Yeah. So these are two. You'd think actually of them being friends together, they are two extremely different people. Yeah. Mm. That's just made me think actually that you got this sense there of yeah because why are they friends well they're friends based on values not beliefs aren't they yes because they're both all six of them very nice supportive kind lovely people to each other to each other <laughs> yeah but yet very different in some of their behaviors and yes. beliefs but they yeah. find that connection between and them probably on the spectrum if you just line them up you've probably got ross and phoebe on the opposite ends yeah well yeah. on some things but on others not like the whole thing oh, with the bike later on. Oh, yeah, that's true. Supportive eyes. Yeah. But yeah, you, you go from kind of the mother and the cat, where they're at completely opposite ends. Yes. Yeah, and actually yes. fall out over yes. it. Yeah. To, yeah, the bicycle where they're really connected, aren't they? Because he yeah. sort of sees, he gets what's going on there. And, yeah. Yeah. In yeah, that's very true. So here, though, he is. Exactly, come up. Some somehow, some. Oh, she's saying oh, there's certain things I don't believe in. Yeah, I don't like the Bermuda Triangle. <laughs> Call it the Bermuda Circle. Then that's not it. Is it crop circles? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> All sorts of shapes. She doesn't believe in circles and triangles. And, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. and she's saying, isn't she? She's saying there are things that it doesn't mean they aren't true just because mm. they're not proven. Yeah. And then doesn't Ross say, well, kind of some things are like yeah. evolution, and she's like, yeah, I don't believe it. Ah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. How, who, what side are you on here? What end are you at this I'm spectrum? totally on Ross's side. Yeah. I mean, obviously, we both both agree that evolution happened. Mm. But in the, in the sort of principle of this, which is, what what's happening is Phoebe, at the beginning, mm. she's kind of saying, I don't need to subscribe to your belief. I'm open-minded yeah. to things that have yeah. zero basis in evidence, but that might be true. I choose to believe those. Yeah. And he's like, no, evidence, grounding, rationality, proof is what it's all about. Yeah. Where are you on that? Oh, I'm, to- I'm so on the evidence, grounding, yeah. proof thing. I, to- I really sympathise with Ross here. You? Yeah, I can't stand it when people are like, oh, well, my auntie's brother-in-law once saw a ghost, so definitely, there. But, you know, <laughs> drives me insane. I mean, there's something she's saying here about, can you say there isn't the teeniest, tiniest possibility, which is kind of like an opening of just just being... Because if you don't ever challenge things, if you, if you don't ever challenge things or you don't ever um, open your mind to things, then you're going to be s- stuck in everything, in life and in things innovating and evolving like you're going to be stuck if you don't have an open mind so what she's trying to say there is you are so stuck in your beliefs on this that if you don't open your mind that's a bad trait to have and actually this is where ross misses a trick i think Mm -hmm. because she paints him into a corner with the lovely yeah there may be a teeny tiny possibility 
But actually, he as a as a science man, yeah, he has the exact answer to this that he doesn't come up with on the day. Yeah, which is science is actually not. If science was about rigid beliefs, it would be a religion. Mm. Science is about being open to things being quite literally evolving. Mm. So when new evidence comes in about evolution, mm. Mm. accepting it, yeah. not to be yeah. Yeah. So actually, they're both kind of saying the same thing. It's just it makes it look like. Ross has rigid beliefs that are just different. And it makes it feel like she wins because in that moment, yeah. he then just storms out. He's yeah. like, I've lost and I've yeah. stormed out. And she just goes, oh, that was fun. Like, I've just, you know, done this thing that was fun. And and you never get the the them coming back together and actually working through. That That's the end of it, isn't it? Yeah. The only thing you do get a slight moment of is when they're in Heckle's apartment at the end. He puts his arm around her. Do you notice that? Oh, I didn't. He, um, they're kind of talking in... in she looks at him and he puts his arm around her. So when they're just standing around, he's got his arm oh. around her when they're just kind of standing around, which is supposed mm-hmm. to be some little sign of, oh, we're still friends. It's it's okay. It infers that they've yeah, had yeah, a conversation. But he, he kind of loses the debate there. A couple of things on Phoebe here. Right. She says, in her, in her kind of clinching argument to Ross, yeah. the bit that kind of seals it for, for him, she says there was a time when the brightest minds in the world thought the world was flat. Yeah. And she kind of uses this. To say, so therefore, they were wrong, yeah. and you should accept this. Yeah. Two things. Yes. I believe she's incorrect in saying that. It wasn't the brightest minds in the world. It was religious authorities who believed the world was flat, who refused to accept the scientific evidence to the contrary. Okay. So they persecuted and imprisoned scientists... Got it. ...during the Dark Ages. Yeah. Um, so it wasn't... It wasn't you, the brightest minds Yeah, you world. get the sense that it's like... Oh, scientists observed the world was flat. Yeah. They never ever did. The most powerful minds in the world did much better. Yeah, yeah, but so not brighter. It's a very popular thing that people fling out that yeah. around, like climate change or whatever. Yeah. Well, at one point, scientists thought yeah. the world was flat. No, they didn't. Yeah. Um, and secondly, who would have thought friends through a lens alert? Okay, twenty-five years on. Yes, there is now a whole movement of flat earthers that genuinely believe the world is flat. It was sort of 25 years on, we've, we've, we've regressed rather yeah. than progressed. Because she says that yeah. as like, you know, accuracy aside, yeah. she says it as like, that was so outlandishly yeah. against everything that we now know yeah. that it's a good example of where science in her eyes has been wrong. Yeah. And then today you've got these whole reams of people who are now trying to say they can prove that again. And probably just in this like, American networks are being having to be super politically correct. She probably wouldn't be able to allow to say that they're for fear of offence to the flat earthers. Yeah, that's, <laughs> yes, that's an, a very, very, very clever bill. But actually, <laughs> something that uh, in, in 1995 or 1996, whenever this is now, yeah. was so ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, now you might offend but somebody. Now you who, can't. Yeah, you've got to be careful about who, looping right back to Phoebe, would say, well, I choose to believe this. That's it. That's yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This what a crazy world we're living in now. This whole topic of what you believe and what has evidence. Wow, that was some, that was some deep chat there. Yeah. Let's talk about what they were wearing. Okay, any other random... I think we've covered the main three uh, stories uh, pretty What's well. your um, favourite joke of this episode? Um, do you know what I did actually struggle a little bit usually mm. when mm. I'm going through I'll I write like oh that's my favourite and then I'll cross it out and be like yeah. no, that's mine that's mine that's mine and this yeah. one I got to the end I'm like I haven't actually written anything as my favourite joke so I'm going to go with um, oh come on you know you've always hated my lab oh which, yeah. which isn't funny joke it's just the 
the way delivery she does it. of it is hilarious. Yeah. Uh, I, for the first time ever, have gone with Joey as a. Oh no, it's my second time actually. Oh, right. Because one was second the, time with Joey. One was the slamming of the door um, yeah. in oh, season one. Oh. Uh, it's the bit where Chandler just makes this flyaway remark that he he finished. He's going to end up finishing with someone because they say it supposedly, and then he leaves. Oh. And Joey's left on his own. <laughs> it becomes apparent yeah. that Joey's not sure why that's a wrong word. Oh yeah, and he starts kind of playing it out, and he's like, "Supposedly, supposedly, did they go to the zoo? Supposedly." <laughs> and I love a. I love the fact that he's not sure, so he kind of says it out loud. In yeah, his own head. yeah, yeah. And did they go to the zoo? Is such a sort of like <laughs> cute, like <laughs> that's the first hypothetical yeah, question yeah, that comes to mind. It's just the way, and he's just on his own. I saw you watching that, and you were really laughing. I do really like You were very it. moved by that. That's very funny. I do really. Like you know, it. in in that uh, when he signed there as well, I noticed he was wearing a Nike jumper, very clear Nike logo on the jumper. And then I started thinking, just last episode, yeah. they did uh, just, just do, do it. it. She, and she buys baby Nikes. Baby Nikes. Just do, it. do you think there's some product placement going on here, or do you think it's just nineties? What was cool back then was Nike. And so that's why they start talking about it. Well, and wearing it. It's a great question. I, I'm not sure whether in the nineties, product placement existed. Well, I don't know whether it would have been seen as such a kind of lucrative. Um, so I don't know if there would have been the deal where Nike yeah. can see this actually yeah. has a value to them, yeah. and Warner Brothers can see they can negotiate yeah. an amazing deal for them to feature it. I don't know. I, I feel like maybe... Because there were sponsorships and stuff at the time, so yeah. maybe they did pay a little bit of money. Was it just a more kind of innocent time and they would just wear and do whatever? Or it was, just so was it actually yeah. the 30 million people watching, Nike all over them, like, can you just put Joey in our clothes and how about you give the baby trainers there? Yeah, that's a really... Mm-hmm. But maybe it's a friend who lends... In a way that twenty five years on, that stuff would be extremely calculated. You would be, you would be sure for sure oh, yeah. that those things would have been agreed with contracts on the border. I wonder if Ralph Lauren paid any money for Rachel well, to work. It, you know, and, and Blooming does like they're quite brand heavy in a way here that you don't really get as much today. Yeah. I don't think. Yeah. Um, I mean, he's in it, isn't he? Because I think one of the first examples of product placement was Carrie Bradshaw and her Marlboro Lights. Because Marlboro Lights... Marlboro, well, they paid for that. Yeah, they can't advertise. You know, they really struggle to advertise oh, because yeah. they're not allowed legally. So this yeah. was a great way to get Marlboro Lights out into the... Interesting. Ether. So that was a few years after this. So yeah, I don't know. Knows. And we do know that Nike is a, was a, a wily old, uh, sort of quite uh, not unconventional approach to marketing at the time yeah you know they'd sneak their way into all sorts of things so yeah yeah it's yeah. perfectly possible that's it. how very interesting who's your best friend it's chandler me too oh why that's the second time we've agreed yeah why is he yours um because i kind of feel for him yeah i like his journey yeah i like the lesson he learns and so much last series it was like He's the one with the, can I interest you in a sarcastic comment? Like, yeah. he's just, and this is actually something a bit meatier for him to get That's into. That's right. You see a side of him here that is fragile and vulnerable and... Yeah. And he's incredibly endearing. And it's st- that starts, because this is actually a constant thing about how bad Chandler is with women and stuff, that actually is kind of coming out here. I don't think it was so... We knew it so much. Yeah. So this is now him... Like, actually saying, I've got some issues here. Yeah. And starts to be the thing. That's really nice. That, yeah. I love that bit where 
he's going through the yearbook and he can hear them walking around upstairs in the yearbook. Yeah, and yeah, it's, yeah. it's really yeah. kind of hammy, yeah. but he ends up banging on the ceiling yeah. and then he's like, oh! oh <laughs> it's so terrible. Oh, I did it. <laughs> That is the end of Heckles and the end of our discussion. He's officially dead. Yeah, about the one where... Although we will see him again. Yeah. But our discussion about the one where Heckles dies. The next one, episode four, is Shocker, the one with Phoebe's husband. Yeah. Ooh. That is a shocker, isn't mm. it? These are, these are quite spoilery um, titles, aren't they? Like, Heckles died. This one, Phoebe's husband's going to emerge. So. Yeah, that's true, actually. They yeah. give that away. But I suppose it's... Yeah, the reveal is not They're, that she's married. Happens right at the beginning, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah, well, let's talk all about that next time. Yeah. So we'd love for you to join us then to listen to that one. Uh, we hope you've enjoyed this one. And if you have, please do hit the little subscribe button. Uh, and so you'll get, uh, yeah, uh, know when all these ones are coming out because they're coming out in a weekly fashion now. Yeah. Um, uh, and you can have a look at our Twitter, uh, at, from, at friends from A to Z. <laughs> Easy for you to say. Uh, yeah. and, uh, and Facebook too, where we have a very uh, active Facebook page all about this podcast and our little thoughts and comments about the wonderful show that is Friends. Yeah. We will see you next time. Please. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> That's our podcast. Thanks for listening to the end. Friends. From A to Z, we hope that you come back again. You've got a confession, and you share our obsession too. We'll be there.